Hello, welcome to Leon Says, Episode 3. Well, I just finished reading Super Freakonomics. And if you haven't read Super Freakonomics, I recommend reading Freakonomics first and then read Super Freakonomics. It's very interesting. Um, I tend to like to look at the world the way it really is and try to figure out the way the world works, which is uh, antithetical to the way some economists work. Economists tend to come up with these ivory tower theories that don't necessarily apply to the real world. But Freakonomics and Super Freakonomics is written by an economist, John Levitt, who really does look at the real world and look at some very interesting questions about the real world. And the last part of the book, the epilogue, talks about research that a guy named Keith Chen did. And what makes Keith Chen so different is he's an economist that actually did experiments. He did experiments with capuchin monkeys. And I just love the name capuchin, capuchin monkeys. One of the reasons he chose capuchin monkeys is because they are desire machines. You can feed capuchin monkeys marshmallows all day long. They'll eat them, they'll go throw up, and they'll come back for more. So they are these sort of perfect economist agents. They desire food and sex. So anyways, he gets these seven capuchin monkeys and three female monkeys, four male monkeys, with the alpha monkey named Felix. And then he tries to teach them about money. Can you teach the capuchins that a silver disc, he used these hollowed centered silver discs or metal discs as currency. Could you teach these monkeys that these little discs had value? It took them months to do it. At first you give the monkey this disc, tries to eat it, that doesn't work, he can't have sex with it, so he throws it back at you. And sometimes he throws it pretty hard. But eventually they train the monkeys that every time a monkey sort of politely gives the disc back to a researcher, the researcher would give the monkey a treat. And over many months, they trained the monkeys to understand that these metal discs had value. And then they would run experiments. All the monkeys lived in the same cage, and then now and then they would take one monkey at a time into the exchange cage. And when the monkey entered the cage, one researcher would give the monkey 12 metal discs and then the monkey would take the 12 metal discs and go to other researchers where the monkey could choose to exchange the discs for grapes from one researcher or cubes of jello from another researcher or apple slices from another researcher. And each capuchin monkey had their own um, tastes and would choose to spend their money in different ways. And the researchers then introduced other experiments like price shocks. They would make things more expensive and the monkeys would buy less of them or they would put some items on sale and the monkeys would buy more of them. So it was great. These monkeys were behaving rationally the way that sort of classical economic theory predicted they would. And then they did experiments to see if the monkeys would behave irrationally. It turns out we humans, when it comes to money, often behave very irrationally. We do not behave as perfect rational agents. We turn out to be very loss averse. A loss is about four times more devastating to us than a gain is positive for us. So we humans tend to really try to avoid losses rather than seek out gains. Humans are loss averse. And they did this experiment with the capuchins. One experimenter would run a gambling game with a capuchin where he would show the capuchin one grape and toss a coin. And if the capuchin won, then the researcher would give the capuchin two grapes but if the capuchin lost, he would only get the one grape. And other researchers would show the capuchin two grapes, and if the capuchin won the coin toss, the capuchin would get two grapes, and if the capuchin lost 
the coin toss, the capuchin would get only one grape. Ostensibly the same experiment with the same odds, but the capuchins very quickly preferred the one grape experimenter. They liked the chance to win something, and they hated to see a grape get taken away. So these capuchins were loss-averse, just like we humans. And then one day, Keith Chen saw something very, very interesting. Felix, the alpha male, when it was his turn to come into the exchange cage, ran into the cage, gathered up all 12 of his metal discs, ran out of the cage, and threw these discs to the other capuchin monkeys in the communal cage. In other words, it was a bank heist and a jailbreak all in once. And these poor researchers were just dumbfounded as to why this would happen. And so they tried to get the discs back from the monkeys. And here you've got 12 discs and 7 monkeys, so there was a scramble to get these discs, and the monkeys were not going to give up their discs. They realized these discs had value. They learned about money. So the researchers ended up bribing the monkeys to get the discs back, and they'd have to give the monkeys treats in order to get the discs back, therefore reinforcing the concept to these capuchin monkeys that crime does pay. But then something extremely interesting happened. Out of the corner of his eye, Keith Chen saw one, sort of one male capuchin monkey quietly go up to a female monkey and offer the female monkey his metal disc. And Keith Chen had done other research and realized that there were altruistic behaviors in capuchins, that capuchins could be very altruistic. And so he's thinking, oh, isn't this sweet? Here's a monkey giving away you know, the token and being nice to this female monkey. Well, immediately after the exchange of the coin, there's about two minutes of grooming that went on, and then the two monkeys had sex. So here was the first case of capuchin prostitution. And immediately after the sex act, the female capuchin took her metal coin to a researcher in exchange for some grapes. So I just thought that was an absolutely fascinating story. After this, of course, the researchers were quite disturbed by what they had introduced into capuchin society. And uh, the head of the university, or who's ever in charge of the research project, shut it down for fear of teaching these capuchin monkeys all kinds, or introducing into their society all kinds of negative behaviors. So we really don't know what would happen if this experiment continued. But I thought it was a pretty funny story.